0: This podcast channel is about you. Successful international entrepreneurs. Successful expats. Successful investors. Sponsored by tax We are live. Thank you for joining us here, tax They Platform where we try to demystify the sometimes confusing world of international tax. And today we have the honor and the privilege of two very distinguished guests to help us understand international tax for Brazil. And that's Pilan Rodrigo. Would you guys like to introduce yourself, ladies, first, Pilan?
1: Oh, hello, everyone. Really nice to be here. Um, I'm a Brazilian tax advisor. Uh, I'm also an academic, and I've been working at HHP, that's a Dutch law firm with international cases. I think that's the main thing.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. And Rodrigo. Hi, everyone.
2: My name is Rodrigo. Thanks, Darren, for the, the, the invitation to, to be here. I'm a tax lawyer in Brazil. I'm a t- tax partner at Moto Fernandes. It's a, we are a law firm based in, in Rio, Sao Paulo and Brasilia, the capital of Brazil. Uh, I'm also tax, a tax professor here in, in Brazil. I teach tax law at the, at the court here in Rio de Janeiro. We have a law school at the court, so I, I teach tax law or uh, for, for those who want to be judges here in Brazil. So uh, basically I have this experience uh,
0: acting as a tax lawyer and also as a tax uh, professor here. Mm, fantastic. All right, so let's jump right in. So actually the second question I'll ask first, so this is, uh, it's an interesting one, you know, uh, tickle the imagination, but why is it Brazil is considered to have the most complex tax system? in the world, arguably. what what, Obviously, it's just a perspective. But what are your thoughts on that? Uh, Pilar?
1: Well, first, uh, we have to understand a little bit about how big Brazil is. That's an important Mm. element. It's a big country. And we have three different um, um, uh, geographical powers. We have the Union, the states, and the municipalities. All day, they have power to tax and to legislate about taxation. So each country in Brazil, they have their own uh, VAT over services. Uh, They have a main structure that they have to follow. The structure uh, is the same, but they can have different details about that. And we have more than 5,000 municipalities, so that helps, so the geography of Brazil helps and how we structure our, our our system of powers and cities and etc. Another element is that we have some level of um, a power struggle between these, these different geographical systems. We have sometimes the same uh, diff- two different taxes that might be taxable over two uh, the same situation. Let me give you a simple example. Uh, when you you go to a um, to a company and they are delivering something that might be a service or might be an industrialized product. I wanted this product. It can be both, it can be industrialized or the, the product of a service. And in Brazil, you have two different taxes uh, levied over these, or actually not levied over the potentially levied over these. And then you, go, you are going to have the municipality trying to receive the municipal VAT, and you're going to have the union trying to have the federal VAT. So you have situations that it's really blurry, which tax is going to be reviled. That's another element. Uh, I think also we have problems about the culture. We have a really strong um, animosity between taxpayers and tax authorities. And when you have this kind of culture, might be hard to apply and interpret the law that's already complex. I think these three elements are really relevant, but I'm quite sure Rodrigo has some other ideas about that.
0: Yes,
2: basically, it. I think the main root of the whole problem is what Pilar said. Uh, basically, the uh, the political construction of our of of our so-called federation is a little bit uh, complicated in terms of uh, what kind of uh, responsibility with the the citizen the constitution brings to the federal government, to the state government, to the municipalities. We have a lot of responsibilities uh, uh, to the federal government, to the states and to the municipalities. So when he, the constitution uh, bring this responsible uh, responsibilities to those guys they need money to provide that they need money to provide goods they need money to provide public services to the citizens so uh, the main source of this money is basically tax it's the, it's the taxation taxation is the main tool to provide money to the federal to the state and to the local government to provide services so this situation start a, a, a real fight for the money. So uh, that's that's uh, that's the the, the the main root of the problem. Uh, I, I totally agree with Pilar. The, the, we have uh, other several problems real regarding related to our culture, related to our uh, our size as a country but I think the root is the fact that we have uh, 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 a way to allocate the, the political responsibilities, the services, the public services responsibility that sometimes brings a lot of concerns, very, very legit concerns to the, to the governors, to the, to the president, to the mayors, in order to have more and more money to provide those services. In in this sense, uh, tax is the main source. And then you start to create uh, and try to tax more and more and more.
0: Basically, it's the root. Thank you for explaining that. And I guess it does resonate to some extent with the U.S. And then in the U.S. you have the federal, you have the state, you, you can have city and local... So for example, if you're in New York, I mean, it's federal taxes, the state of New York, city of New York, plus local taxes, so maybe three or four levels. So it kind of uh, resonates when you have that uh, federal system. Okay, next question, thanks for that. Next question is, how is tax residence triggered in, in Brazil? I'll reverse it now. Start with you, Rodrigo. Yeah, basically
2: the concept, the main concept in Brazil is as a general rule, we don't tax our nationals, we tax our residents, that's the the main idea, so uh, no matter if you are a Brazilian or not, if you are a tax resident in Brazil, you will be taxed, so basically it's different from other countries where the nationality sometimes play a very important role in this in this decision to tax but in Brazil the the, the main idea is if you are a tax resident in Brazil uh, you will be taxed here. If you leave Brazil, if you exit Brazil if you uh, you are no longer a tax resident in Brazil, As a general rule, as a general rule, because sometimes you you have uh, some extensions, but uh, as a general rule, you will not be taxed. So I think the main trigger, the main trigger in Brazil is the concept of uh, your residence. Uh, If you are a resident or not, nationality is not uh, the main uh, trigger for taxation here in Brazil.
1: Hello? Maybe they can add that to become a resident, you you have some different rules. If you stay more than 183 days in general, the other countries have the same rule. Uh, if you have uh, uh, some kinds of visa, for example, if you have the resident visa, uh, work visa, and etc. cetera. Uh, so you have in law, at least it's quite similar with other countries with similar systems. Uh, another thing that's not from the, the the law, but from the interpretation of the law, the tax authorities also comprehend that if you don't, um, if you keep in Brazil your center of um, how you say in English, sorry, if you your center of interest in Brazil,
0: vital interest, yeah, yeah, yes,
1: mm-hmm. vital interest, yes, the, your center of vital interest in Brazil, even if you left Brazil you might still be considered a resident in Brazil. That's an interpretation. That's not in the law and it's not always like that, but you had some cases where the person left Brazil many years ago, didn't, um, didn't trigger the element should be considered a resident, but uh, kept the center of vital interest in Brazil and they were considered still residents in Brazil. That can be based in the tax treaties, but sometimes it's a crazy interpretation for tax authorities, yes.
0: Okay, fantastic, thank you. In in some jurisdictions, there's a nuance, there's a difference between tax residence and tax domicile. Does that nuance exist in Brazil or is it the same? Uh, Pilar?
1: Yes. Uh, In our uh, uh, tax code, you have the concept of uh, the domicile, domicile, the tax domicile. Uh, The the rules about the tax domicile are different from the tax residence. Uh, Actually, the tax domicile, you can choose it if you don't disrespect some rules uh, that are in the tax code. For example, you cannot choose a tax domicile just to make the tax authorities' life harder. It has to be somehow related where you really live and have your activities, or where the tax authorities can really reach you. So you have rules about how you de- define your tax domicile, uh, and these rules are—I can say that—they have some logic, re- re- reliable or relatable with the tax residence, but their rules are different. Okay. I'm not sure if uh, Rodrigo agrees with me because it, I'm doing my 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 translation of the term tax domicílio and we have a, a word that's really similar in Portuguese that's domicílio. So yes. for me yes so Yes, exactly basically better.
0: basically
2: it, it, our our it was what Pilar said uh but uh, um, and basically because of the our civil law. Uh ours in our civil law we have a very strong difference between the concept of domicile and the concept of residency. Uh, domicile for civil law in Brazil is the, your legal place, the legal the place where you develop your legal activities or for legal purposes where you can be uh, uh, found. So I have one domicile. Uh, and you have multiple ways you can ask that uh, you can face as residents. But that's, uh, from my perspective, that is a very old concept from the civil law. Uh, nowadays, uh, with all the development around the world and the, all the, 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 the easy ways you have to move around, uh, from my perspective, I think domicile and residence are, are concepts. There there are, they are uh, almost being the same as uh, as a, as a, a in, in a general perspective. I I think in our our uh, in in the, in the civil law regarding centuries ago, it makes sense to have those differences. But uh, I believe that uh, with the world as is it now and with all the the, the tools you have, those concepts are changing and uh, they are becoming more and more uh, quite as the same concept. But we still have some differences, as Pilar said, we still have some differences. Uh, Regarding international, I I think that we have more differences. I don't know if Pilar agree with me, but I think we have more differences regarding our internal taxation, our, our, our taxation uh, here in Brazil, uh, inside Brazil, rather than in the legislation that takes cares about uh, international taxation. I think in international taxation, the law that uh, takes a, a try to, to regulate international taxation, sometimes they use those concepts as, as the same concept. But in our internal legislation, internal taxation, uh, yes, we have some differences. But it, for, for, for foreigners, for example, I think that the concepts are quite similar.
1: I do agree, actually. And I think that leads sometimes for some misunderstandings and also helps foreigners. I can give you an example. We have a law for uh, small business. And in this law, it's you have um, a rule that dictates that if you are a company in your partners is is domiciled outside Brazil, you cannot benefit from the law, from this law. So domiciled, it's the civil law concept, it's the everyday concept, people in normal life will use this concept, or you can talk about the residence concept, so um, if you look, to the into, look into the tax law, it's quite clear, maybe the difference. If you look the international tax law, maybe they are closer, but if you look other uh, statutes and laws, you can be a little bit confusing.
0: Okay, could you give an, like, an example where someone or a pretend business is tax resident in Brazil, but not taxed, domiciled, or vice versa? So just so we can understand, just a random example. The example I
1: give is not about uh, be taxed or not be taxed, it's be taxed, mm -hmm. it's how you are taxed. Mm. Um, I can explain for you. In Mm -hmm. In this law for small business, you have many benefits, and that discussion we had about different VATs, The different VATs, they are kind of agglutinated. They are treated as one, as as other countries do, let's say like that and simplify a little bit. And then the small business, they have this simplified system to be taxed. Other companies that are outside this system, they have to pay the different VATs. They have to pay, uh, and so they have to deal with a more complex and hard to follow about compliance system. So everyone is taxed, but in different ways. But to be benefited from the small business system, you cannot have a partner domiciled abroad. The idea is to benefit only companies that have partners living in Brazil. I think that's the, the difference U.S. could make. Uh, So everyone is taxed, but in different ways about uh, uh, related where the partners are living. Uh, Oh, okay,
0: And and just just in case anyone is listening or watching this uh, from the U.S. side, VAT is value added tax. So it's kind of like sales and use tax in in the U.S. just to kind of provide a comparison. So going back to the difference between domicile, tax domicile and tax residence, it applies to entities, not Human beings, but can apply to both.
1: Rodrigo, do you want to start? I already it's more, it's
0: Basically,
2: it's a concept that the difference can be applied to both, but okay. it's more common, uh, at least in my experiences, more common to see discussions regarding. Uh, this situation when we are talking about uh, individuals uh, uh, related to business in Brazil. Uh, mm. basically this this situation because
0: um, could you give an sometime- example?
2: For example, when you have, as, as Pilar said, I think the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the example Pilar uh, brought to us is it's perfect. Sometimes you have uh, some systems in Brazil that are mm-hmm. uh, simplified systems in Brazil, but you have to comply with some required requirements mm-hmm. to be taxed under this simplified system. So, uh, and one of those requirements is uh, related to the domicile of uh, your partners, not mm-hmm. the, res- the tax residence of your partners. So uh, basically, it's not a matter, I totally agree with Pilar, it's not a matter if you will be taxed or not taxed. It's uh, regarding uh, how you will be taxed and basically to 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 take advantage of uh, of some benefits uh, in brazil
1: i can give another example um okay. mm-hmm. i had a client that he was a farmer he had a farm and he had cows there and animals there and he, his business in brazil was that his farm mm-hmm. but he was living abroad mm-hmm. okay so his business no doubt it was in Brazil, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, he was living in another Latin American country. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you have a different way of taxing the income derived from your activities as a farmer, if you are a resident or if you are not a resident. Mm -hmm. In this case, it was only, uh, he was not, um, uh, he was only an individual, okay? Mm -hmm. But you have, you, have, you can have other examples when you're dealing also with companies. But usually, companies that are doing business in Brazil, they will be based in Brazil, not because of tax law, but because of our commercial law. So mm. it's kind of hard to have business, big business, not small business, but big business in Brazil without um, having a legal entity in Brazil.
0: Okay. Yes, yeah, I but, think it's, so, it's, sorry, it's the best so way great, to do it. So going sorry. back to that farmer, is there any aspect of that that small case where he or the or there was an entity that was not domiciled, or was it that he's not it's just purely a tax residence discussion, not a domicile one?
1: Actually, uh, the discussion was if he was resident in Brazil. Mm-hmm.
0: Not domiciled. He, okay.
1: Yes, yeah. fine. Uh, because he had his center of vital interest in Brazil. <laughs>
0: Clearly, yeah. But, but could you give us an example daily. of someone who was not domiciled?
1: Uh, I don't think resident, Resident, but not domiciled. I am okay. so relevant. Okay. okay. What could be a problem? Uh, when you are um, complying and, and doing your paperwork about taxation mm-hmm. in Brazil, you put mm-hmm. what you consider your domicile. As I said, in our mm-hmm. code, conventional tax code, you have mm-hmm. a rule that you can elect your tax domicile. Mm-hmm. So you can put it online nowadays, or you can put a house or another house, et cetera. And then the tax authorities sent uh, a letter for you okay Mm. you owe me money and you are not living anymore in that tax domicile that you elected that can be a problem because tax authorities they you presume that you receive their communications when they send it to your tax domicile
0: okay gotcha Mm -hmm. okay all right we we can leave it there now if someone wanted to move abroad, they wanted to move to Miami, they want to move to Portugal, London, or, or wherever. What steps do they normally need to take to sever tax residence with Brazil?
1: I can start. What you can start?
0: Yeah. Uh, Rodrigo, I can. Uh, yes. Uh,
2: it's something. It's something that I I, I understand is very important and i have mm-hmm. to confess that a lot of people uh you uh, don't do that but it's mm-hmm. it's a great problem because mm-hmm. uh, basically what you have to do if you're living brazil and uh, at the moment you are living brazil you have mm-hmm. uh the intention to uh uh move uh, your life outside brazil you need mm-hmm. to communicate that to the 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 brazilian tax authorities at the right. moment you are living you can communicate it's a very simple communication you do it by through the internet mm-hmm. and then the next year you will file your tax return uh basically as your last Tax, tax return as uh, a tax uh, payer in Brazil. So mm-hmm. uh, two, co- two different events. First event, mm-hmm. you communicate your living. Second event, you file your last tax return. But, but why am I uh, saying last? Because you can return, okay? Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, you file... And that that moment is some uh, is in a way I mean, you close your relation with the Brazilian tax authorities mm. uh, 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 here in Brazil. It's it's very important to do that. It's very important. Why is very important? Because it, it, we return to uh, to my first point. We don't mm-hmm. tax uh, our nationals. You, we tax our right. tax residents. So mm-hmm. when you do that, you formalize and you put mm-hmm. a. A, 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 a day at the end of your relation with the tax authorities in Brazil and it will work in your favor because mm-hmm. if you move to the US mm-hmm. and you win the lottery in the US, mm-hmm. you don't have to pay taxes in Brazil if you are no longer a tax resident in Brazil. And those procedure procedures will all work in your favor. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't do that. forget to do that And mm-hmm. it's uh, um, the 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 what happens when you don't do that? The Brazilian legislation say when you stay out of Brazil with the intention to being uh, to move your life of Brazil for more than 12 months, you automatically uh, uh, lose your residence in Brazil.. Mm. But you don't have the proof. It, it, it's not a matter that you don't have, but it's difficult to prove sometimes. Uh, mm. I had a case in the past that was a very interesting case. Uh, mm. It was a, a, a kid that left Brazil to study in the U.S. to study six months. Uh, I don't know if uh, it was uh, some... Just uh, summer school was done and mm-hmm. decide to stay and to stay, and w- went to the MIT and graduation in MIT, and and create a company in the US. He started to 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 win a lot of money in the US, but he had never communicated to the Brazilian tax authority. He left Brazil. Mm. And one day he, he returned to Brazil and tried to to, uh, to to buy a home in Brazil and everything that. And the Brazilian tax authorities started to, to, to ask, but what happened to your life? How you have money to buy your, this house? And at least he needed to prove that mm-hmm. 10 years ago, 12 mm-hmm. years ago, he left Brazil with, in this case, he 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 had ne- he had not the intention to left uh, to move his life at the moment he did that, but mm-hmm. uh, at the moment that he decided to stay in the U.S., he needed to inform that to the Brazilian tax authorities. It's something that works in your benefit, so it's very mm-hmm. important. I- and one thing that is very important: if one day you decide to return to Brazil. And one day you decide to uh, move your life back to Brazil. It's very important because this gap in your economic life uh, Mm -hmm. is, how can I say, protected from the taxation in Brazil, and you, but you need to prove that. You need to prove the day you left, you need to prove you were returning. Uh, in Brazil, it is a, it's a something that is different from other countries because in Brazil, when we do our tax returns, uh, we we inform our revenue, but we also inform all of our assets, real estates, banking accounts, money, we, we inform everything. So it's mm-hmm. very important to the Brazilian tax authorities to to understand what happened in your life.
0: So mm-hmm. and, that's, you, and, and that's you're the listing procedure. You're listing all your assets in Brazil as well as outside of Brazil. Together. Yes,
2: if you if okay. you are a taxpayer in Brazil, you have mm-hmm. to list your assets in Brazil, and you have to list your assets uh, outside of Brazil. You have to list everything. Uh, the idea of, uh, just to, to clarify one point, why the Brazilian tax authorities ask to, to know your assets, because uh, knowing your assets is a way to understand if your revenue Mm-hmm. It's current with your assets. Right. How yeah. you maintain those assets if you are exactly. uh, declaring, forming so low income in those years? That's the the, mm-hmm. the one of the the the, the purpose of uh, knowing your assets. So basically, mm-hmm. you have we have a very very well regulated my my point of view well regulated mm-hmm. uh, procedure to leave mm-hmm. Brazil and to come mm-hmm. back to Brazil. And sometimes, unfortunately, a lot of times, some, uh, unfortunately, people doesn't know that, you know, they are not well uh, instructed about
0: that, and it could create a lot of problems that you can avoid. Yes. Mm. Okay. Pilar, Pilar, sorry. Is there, is there an exit tax? Pilar, do you want to comment on that? Is no, there an
1: exit tax? it's not text? an exit
0: tax. Okay.
1: It's not the same. No, okay. Uh, but can be similar <laughs> let me explain oh
0: That's okay yeah
1: um when you leave brazil you are going to pay pay your five final as Rodrigo said tax mm-hmm. return and mm-hmm. then they are going to calculate your capital gains or uh, your income your labor the, the the income tax over your labor and etc mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it, it it applies the same rule. You, you would pay if you were a resident because you are still a resident. That's why it's not an exit tax because not because you are leaving. Uh, you pay the same amount of tax you would, you would pay if you are still a resident. The difference in this moment is that you are saying, okay, bye-bye, I'm leaving the country. That's my last moment here. So you pay until the moment you are leaving the country. So it's in the moment you exit the country, but it's not exit tax. The, the logic is different when you, you have exit tax. So there's um, no like
0: deemed, okay, there, there's no deemed distributions and no deemed sales, nothing at all. So it's regular tax, but it's just on the last day. Okay.
1: Yes, exactly. I'd like okay. to add some information to Rodrigo, so I fully mm-hmm. agree with him. But in my practice, I've seen mm-hmm. some people that decided to not inform the tax authorities they were leaving Why?
0: wow okay yeah. okay
1: um they had lots of investments in brazil mm. and you have different rules about investments if you are a resident or a non-resident mm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they decided <laughs> that the reason they decided that as brazilian um uh, rates, the not the tax rates, the interest in investments are really high compared with European ones, Mm. uh, American ones, they decided Mm -hmm. to keep the investments. And Mm -hmm. when you do you inform the tax authorities you are leaving, you are supposed to also inform uh, your institutions where you have investments and then you had to change the type of investments you have, mm-hmm. and sometimes they, they they just think, okay, it's worth the risk of mm-hmm. keeping the investment and mm-hmm. possibly having the issues about the taxation. And people usually do that when the countries, mm-hmm. the country they mm-hmm. are living has a tax treaty with Brazil mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they can solve the problem about taxation with the tax treaty, that will, define, that will define where they are tax residents, because you have the national, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. domestic rule, but you also yeah. have the treaties, so they're, okay, we're going to solve this problem. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit unorthodox, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the right way of doing that is exactly as Rodrigo said. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying, telling people to do that. I'm just telling, <laughs> Uh, everyone here, that some people do that because mm-hmm. investing in Brazil, um, especially compared with, I can say about Europe, the the interest is like 10% to 12% in a year, so.
0: Okay, thank you for that. Next question, is there a wealth tax in Brazil or is there any intention to, on the part of politicians, to introduce one?
1: Uh, we have... In our mm-hmm. constitution, the provision of a wealth tax, mm-hmm. and we are discussing that for since the constitution was approved <laughs> at almost
2: 35 years,
1: <laughs> five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't uh, every time you always have something, okay, let's apply mm-hmm. that, it's going to help about our inequality. But I don't see this happening soon. I think wealth tax are complex. And you have other ways of taxing wealth as property or income tax and other ways. Um, uh, and we already have many um the legislative the, the, the legislators already tried to approve that and they didn't success. So mm. but I don't okay. know Roger, well, uh, any comments? Yes, comment? yes uh, We have
2: a different world. Uh, 35 years ago, when we approved our constitution, 1988, uh, the the world was totally different. So um, I think it's very difficult to approve uh, uh, this type of tax here in Brazil uh, to several different reasons, but uh, one of the main reasons from my perspective is the fact that the capital nowadays flows uh, very smoothly very uh, fast from country to country so uh i, I agree with pilar there's a, there's there, there are several other ways to to tax uh wealth people uh without creating a tax over the wealthy and, uh, so uh uh, I don't think. I, I think it it, it was uh, uh, a good uh, argument during was a good argument during our constitution in 1988. Uh, but I think pra- practically speaking, it's very uh, unfeasible to 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 impose
0: this tax. Mm, okay, understood. Thank you for that. Uh... Next question would be about structures. So for example, in the US, the use of trust structures is quite common, not necessarily for any tax optimization, but for asset protection and for estate planning. And in certain European jurisdictions, we have private family foundations that serve a similar purpose. Uh, Are Any of those structures allowed or recognized in Brazil, and if not, what structures would uh, a high net family typically use for asset protection and estate planning? Uh, Rodrigo, uh,
2: basically our legislation, our our legislation does not recognize the 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 figure of a trust. Uh, we have. Um, um I I I can't say that it's similar, but we have a structure that we when we go to law school, we we study that in law school, but I, I never saw that. But it's it's different from the thirst here in Brazil, it's called fidei comissu, but it's something. I never, in my whole uh, professional life, I never saw uh, someone doing that. But uh, the trust, as it is in the United States and in, in other other uh, uh, common law countries, uh, we don't have this structure in Brazil. Uh, but in uh, during the, the past um, six or seven years, or 10 years, so let's say 10 years, trusts are uh, type of structure did Brazilian tax authorities are paying attention to. Uh, even though we don't have this structure in our legislation, uh, we have a lot of discussions about uh, uh, information, about trusts, uh, transparency, about uh, taxation, even taxation of the trust. We, have, uh, uh, we had at the beginning of this year, uh, initiative from the government to change the tax law in Brazil in order to tax to to reach uh, uh trusts controls well related to Brazilian uh, to 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 Brazilian residents abroad in order to tax them uh now we have uh, a project in the Congress about that under discussion so it's something that it's not uh, uh regulated directly regulated by by our uh, contract or civil law in Brazil, but the tax law started to pay attention to those structures in order to tax them. Um, so we don't have as a a, a a tax resident in Brazil, I don't ha- I don't have the the, the, the way to uh, form a trust in Brazil uh family foundation we have foundations in brazil but it's not quite similar what the, the european countries call family foundation basically in brazil you have other ways to to organize your assets to try to protect your assets sometimes using equity funds uh, uh private funds um uh holdings in order to organize basically your real estate assets but um i don't see I, I, a lot of brazilian people start to to pay attention to trusts as international trust. here in brazil there's a lot of people to, to to form florida trust for example which from my my colleagues in united states usually say that florida trust is not quite a trust but uh uh, it's something uh, like of, uh, but uh, here we don't have this structure, but we are uh, um, facing a very uh, important, relevant and strong, strong uh, uh, discussion about how to tax those uh, trusts and this is related to 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 other 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 aspects about CFC rules in Brazil CFC CFC rules applied to individuals and everything so uh speaking uh, very fast we don't have this structure but we are paying attention to these structures in order to tax those
0: structures
1: okay. I do agree, <laughs> but mm-hmm. we also know that some in Brazil you ha, also have you, you have lots of inequalities. So you have lots of poor people, but also lots of really rich people, really really rich people. So mm-hmm. many people also use these structures outside Brazil, and that's why Rodrigo was saying that Brazilian tax authorities are paying more attention on these kind of structures because we are going to try to get them. (laughs) We are no tax authorities are going to try to get them. I think that's that's the most relevant. We have some types of tax planning. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes Mm -hmm. people um, create legal entities because depending on how much income you have, have, uh, you are less taxed as a legal entity than as an individual. That's Mm -hmm. one of the most basic tax plannings you have. For our legal entities, you have some, sometimes some um, tax benefits, tax reliefs that individuals cannot have. Um, So people also use uh, some level of tax planning based in legal entities, not really trusts or family foundations, but that's a Brazilian way, the Brazilian way of tax planning. Mm-hmm.
2: Just to okay. add one thing, Darren. Just so if I if I can, just add one thing. Um, when I say that as a Brazilian tax resident, I cannot have a trust. I cannot have a trust in Brazil because this structure is not prov- uh, regulated okay, by the law. But I'm okay. not. Uh, I'm not forbidden to have a trust in the U.S. But I can mm-hmm. do it. The, the, the main discussion is uh, the tax authorities want to know that I have this, this structure outside of Brazil. The tax authorities want to know if this structure has profits, has uh, dividends, has everything, and mm-hmm. then tax mm-hmm. me in Brazil because of those uh, uh, those assets and those uh, uh, the, 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 this revenue outside. So basically I cannot do that inside Brazil based on Brazil uh, 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 Brazilian law, Brazilian legislation, mm-hmm. but, I, but I'm not I'm not there is not a prohibition about having this this structure for a
0: Brazilian tax resident outside of Brazil. Okay, so there's no recognition of trust within the law. And so I guess from a tax point of view, the, the foreign trust will be transparent and the tax office will just want to know, okay, what's in it? What was generated? You need to report and pay tax on it.
2: Yes, basically what it, what the Brazilian, it's what we are discussing right now here in our mm-hmm. Congress. But basically they want um they want to, uh, see the trust as uh, some sort of path-through entity. Exactly. It's 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 totally transparent. transparent. Trust, totally transparent. That's the the discussion Mm -hmm. right now.
0: And you have foundations, but they're public interest or not-for-profit for for charity, but not for for preserving family wealth. Then uh, in Brazil, do you have forced airship laws? What we call forced leadership so for example uh if you know if someone passes away if a, a, a patriarch of the father in the family passes away by law it has to, a certain part has to go to a spouse a certain part have to go to kids by law and it cannot be modified by a will it does that exist
2: in fact, you, you can do a will in Brazil, okay. but in, yeah. in your will, you are only allowed to uh to dispose about to talk about 50% of your assets. The other 50% will uh follow the rules, as you said, uh mm-hmm. sons, spouse, and and, and other mm-hmm. other other people in your family. But if you do a will, you only can uh uh, to trade about
0: five, five, uh, 50% of your assets, mm-hmm. total assets. Mm. So, so in order to circumvent that, if somebody wanted to circumvent that, that will go back to like company structures that you mentioned, uh, like a corporate structure as a way to, yes. yeah, for example, if you don't get along with your wife or you don't get along with your son, and you want to control the way things happen, you'd probably use a corporate structure to to get around that?
1: Yes, you could create a company, but anyhow, they would receive part of the company.
0: (laughs) Right, so so you still get caught in that. Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. they would receive part of the company. Okay. So it's it's a little hard to... All right. We are letting American people in general Mm -hmm. We love our family too much, and <laughs> you okay. are not, I'm Sorry, I'm sorry, but in general, Latin American people mm-hmm. they are more attached to their families. So mm-hmm. this family, this rules about not be uh, that fifty percent, fifty percent of your uh, of your assets have to go to your family. It's not a. I I I never saw a big problem about that. Big issue okay. about that. I don't know Rodrigo if, it, if it's discovered People hating their family. <laughs> it's not a big problem.
0: <laughs> okay, so so going back to the corporate structures, are there? I mean, well, first of all, are there CFC rules? And I mean, generally speaking, what is the nature? What is the intent of the law around control foreign corps? Uh, Pilar.
1: We always had some CFC rules, but they changed it a little bit in the last years. We are trying Mm -hmm. to align that with your ECD models Mm -hmm. and follow the idea of substance, uh, Mm -hmm. also applying it to individuals. That's Mm -hmm. something really new about that. Actually, it's from this year. Um, We are trying to achieve companies that are based in tax havens. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's the general idea. But I think Rodrigo knows this better than me.
2: Rodrigo, no, the fact that it's it's, uh, yeah. I can tell you that uh, mm-hmm. I am, from my perspective, CFC rules in every country in the world uh, was used as a way to uh, tackle with tax avoidance, tax deferment, sometimes. But in Brazil, our CFC rules were so broad, so open, that takes every situation. Mm That was one of the problems. And the thing that Pilar said, the past year, we, we are trying, we are working to align our rules to OCDE so we are I can tell you that we are more uh, uh, aligned with all the the concept of CFC rules around the world because our our initial concept about that was so open as I said that you get every situation under CFC rules. Now we are, trying to align ourselves to 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 OCDE countries and then basically the, the the most important economies in the world in order to use the CFC rules to those cases that uh, where CFC rules are are so important. So basically and now the the, the new uh, concept is uh, as Phila said it's here is it's what we are discussing as I said, how to apply CFC rules for individuals. So it's something that it's under under construction in our in our law uh, uh, trying to enact in a way that it will be applied in uh, 2024. So uh, that's the new thing about uh, international taxation here in Brazil. All right.
0: And there's also a blacklist or gray list. Uh, yes. as well. Could could you comment on yes. how, so if, some, if so a Brazilian tax resident uses a structure that involves those jurisdictions, how is it viewed and how is it treated by the tax office in Brazil?
2: Basically, basically we have, in our law, we have a general rule about what is uh, a low jurisdiction, uh, a low tax jurisdiction. We have a general mm-hmm. rule. Uh, but the Brazilian IRS uh, the Brazilian tax authority uh, um, has an, an act and a administrative act where uh, the Brazilian tax authority lists each jurisdiction and uh, we also look for countries and we also look for special tax regimes. So, for example, United States is not... Uh, low jurisdiction uh, 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 low tax jurisdiction. But we have the Delaware uh, system uh, getting, for example, uh, Uruguay. Uruguay is mm. not as a channel, a country that it can be considered as a low tax jurisdiction but we have the 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 the, the Safi I think uh, uh, structure in Uruguay. So nowadays the Brazilian list list countries, jurisdictions and also list special regimes. so uh, we have the, as I said the general concept in our law, but the Brazilian tax authorities mm-hmm. list, and I think it's a good thing in order to be very transparent uh, mm-hmm. what is considered blacklisted or graylisted. Uh, mm-hmm. And then when you deal yeah. with those countries or we, you deal with entities uh, uh, based on, on those countries or uh, mm-hmm. in the benefits of those regimes, you, you have different rules uh for withholding tax we have Mm -hmm. different rules for the remittances of payment for royalties and you have different rules uh you are not uh you are allowed to deal with them but you have different rules in order to Mm. deal
0: with them. right so just just again so roughly it will be Entities in jurisdictions where the entity is taxed at less than 20% or so. Yes, basically and basically
2: that's the, the, the percentage that is provided yeah. by
0: law, yeah. Mm, right, so in the U.S., well, a C-Corp, so regular corporation, is 21%, so it's above that. But if you have an LLC and it's transparent uh, and it's not taxable in the U.S., then that's, that's obviously much less. And so therefore that would attract this, the special rules that, that you mentioned. Uh, Pilar, do you want to add to that?
1: No, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. <laughs> the, the only okay. thing I can add is that sometimes you have tax mm-hmm. benefits that you can lose if you mm-hmm. have, you are somehow related with tax habits. Uh, it depends mm-hmm. the how that will be triggered depends a little bit about the tax benefit, but mm-hmm. indeed. the, uh that's the the general idea
0: Mm. okay next question uh asabu crypto how is crypto taxed in brazil
1: there are lots of discussions about how people are taxed in brazil Uh, we had some Mm. the idea it's that mm-hmm. must be taxed as a, as an asset, as, as um, income. Yeah. But I think the biggest problem is how to control that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when the exchange
0: may be outside of Brazil and there's no exactly. visibility. Exactly.
1: I think yeah. the biggest problem. I think Portugal <laughs> had a nice idea. If you change the exchange that for a house in Portugal for something in mm-hmm. Portugal, then they tax it. Then they can recognize yeah. it. Tax. They can yeah. recognize it. I think the biggest problem about crypto is identifying it mm-hmm. to be able to be taxed. Rodrigo, mm-hmm. how do you feel about that?
2: This year in our in our uh, tax return we we yeah, exactly. we had a change in the forms in the digital forms in order to oblige people to to inform about about the crypto uh they they, they have uh i think it was I, I think i'm pretty sure it was the first uh the first uh movement the first movement that the Brazilian IRS uh, did regarding the, the the taxation of crypto, but uh, I totally agree with uh, Pilar. It's something that it's uh, brand new, and uh, even the Brazilian authorities uh, doesn't know uh, exactly how to tax. One thing that I, I, I they have in mind, and they are uh, 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 they understand that it's taxable. It's if you if you buy and sell crypto and you have a gain, yeah, you need to pay the 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 the, the, the tax over this gain. So uh, basically, it's the, but but it's very difficult to control. It's the, there's a lot of different mm-hmm. different uh, discussions about the currency. Uh, if you need to convert the crypto in dollars and then in dollars to Brazilian reais, or you can convert directly. Uh, which type of uh, exchange rate you use? So mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of discussions about that, and it's a uh, it's a very challenging uh, 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 task for 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 the 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 following years, I think.
1: Mm. I think if you if you if in theory if you treat that as a set, you mm-hmm. also tax the capital gain. In theory, mm-hmm. it's quite easy. It's an asset. Mm-hmm. In you theory, yeah. Capital gain. yeah. But mm-hmm. it's not how you apply that.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. How,
1: so the exchange, mm-hmm. the logic, I think crypto, the logic is different from the other currencies. And it's not, it's an asset, but it's also a currency. I think right now we are trying to understand how to tax
0: that. Okay. Uh, coming down to the last couple of questions. Is there an inheritance tax or as they say in the US an estate tax in Brazil, Pilar?
1: We have I'm re- 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 this tax <laughs> tax yeah. in Brazil. Um, it's, it's from the, uh, the States also not from mm-hmm. the union also from the states
0: so two I levels
1: that, okay mm-hmm. yeah we have three levels and it's the middle right. one okay. um, it's many people say that's a low tax compare i don't know how many how much is in it, the it is in united states but in brazil it might usually states are going to live by 5% mm. it's not
0: okay, so high 8% but there's n- there's no inheritance tax at the federal level only state only see. Okay. What
1: gotcha. you can have mm-hmm. is that um, you can trigger capital gains depending mm-hmm. on how you transfer your assets due to mm-hmm. the death of someone. Mm-hmm. And then the income tax is federal. Mm-hmm. But that's possible to happen, not necessarily, because people can deal with that transferring their assets by the same um, amount they, the the person that was dead, the dead, the dead person um, received So you don't have the capital gain in that moment and you postpone the capital gain.
0: Okay, Rodrigo, do you want to comment or? Yes, it's basically what Pilar said. We
2: don't have an inheritance tax in the federal level. It's just the state level. So each state are allowed to establish uh, the 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 percentage uh, mm-hmm. of the, this tax, but it's limited to eight percent. So sometimes mm-hmm. you have five, sometimes you have a, a table of uh, different uh, mm-hmm. milestones of assets, and then different uh, uh, percentage. But basically, the 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 the, the, the cap is eight uh, percent, and you pay to the state basically to the state level
0: okay thank you for that and the last question as we come to the top of the hour is some jurisdictions particularly in europe they have these rules where someone if someone was who was previously a tax resident were to leave and go to a so-called tax haven certain rules that apply to them so if someone is tax resident in brazil and they go to a so-called low tax jurisdiction or tax haven, do special rules apply to them? Can there be any fallback? and Brazil still continue to tax them? Is there any special treatment or it doesn't really matter? Uh, Pilar? You're
1: talking about individuals, right?
0: Individuals, yeah, correct, yeah.
1: You are talking like, like something like, as Portugal, that when you leave and you go to a tax haven, you're still treated as a tax resident for some years.
0: C- correct, I don't yeah.
1: Do you any rule about that in Brazil?
0: Oh, uh,
2: uh, now we don't have we don't have you can live uh for for mm-hmm. any country and uh you be continue to 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 it, it doesn't change the way you were treated if you if you leave mm-hmm. and you uh, uh you're leaving your tax residency in brazil uh is a fact brazil will continue to see you as a non-resident in brazil so it doesn't change
1: that might have a reason actually depending on how you structure your Mm -hmm. um, your wealth Mm -hmm. your assets your income if you are really rich in brazil you can really avoid taxation living in brazil Uh, Mm -hmm. mainly middle class they don't have how to run away of taxation compared with really rich people living in Brazil. So I think that might be a reason to not be really be worried about that. Some people say that, depending on how you have your, for example, if you still have a boat, you don't pay tax in, uh, over this boat in Brazil. If you have a car, a middle-class car, a, work car, or a world-class car, you pay taxes.
0: Mm. Some types <laughs> of
1: investments <laughs> that rich people do, they are less taxed than the kind of investments middle class do. So I'm not sure that this is the reason, but yes, I, I have I have a, a tax a tax consultant friend, and he says that Brazil is a tax haven depending on how you structured your assets and your wealth. I'm not sure if Rodrigo agrees. I'm not sure if I totally agree, but yes, some people say that.
2: I think I think you always uh, you always have ways to be more tax efficient. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a way. The fact is the 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 working class in Brazil basically they they do have only one source of income, and when his employ, employer employer pay the, the, the income, there's a withholding. So uh, basically this person cannot avoid uh, taxation. So when you talk about people that have one or two sources of income, of course, it's more difficult to tax plan anything. It's, it's more difficult. When you have people more wealthy that have different sources of income, Uh, At this moment, uh, you have more uh, uh, ways to plan your life and then uh, of course, pay tax in a more efficient uh, way. So basically is uh, what happens.
1: I can give a simple example. Please, Uh, yeah. If you receive your salary, if you receive your income as an employee, you are going to be taxed by income tax. If you are a partner, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter how much you earn as a partner, the the distribution of profits is exempt.
0: Right, but then the... Some people say
1: that you have the taxation on the company.
0: Yeah, but for a partnership with the partner on receiving the partnership distribution, have to declare and pay tax on it in Brazil?
1: Sorry, can you repeat?
0: So you said that distribution from a partnership will be free of tax, correct?
1: No, not only partnership, but company too. Uh, oh, sorry. company
0: too. Okay. Yes, company too. Right. So so the dividends. But so when the shareholder or partner receives the dividends or receives the partnership distribution, don't they have to declare it on their own and pay taxes on it?
1: They don't have to pay tax on that.
0: You have to declare, but you don't declare, pay tax. But you
1: don't have to pay tax. Yes.
0: Wow. Okay, yeah. because you tr- you're trying to avoid double taxation. Because if it were a company, the company would have paid corporate tax. That's that's the concept.
1: That, that's the concept. But right. it doesn't really matter how much you earn. <laughs> wow. Okay.
0: And Interesting. how much
1: the company earns. So mm-hmm. many people are going to say that's the best system because it really mm-hmm. avoids double economic taxation. Other would wow. say that it's really unequal mm-hmm. and unfair with labor class. Mm-hmm. With the philosophical discussion, if you are yeah. earning lots of money as a shareholder mm-hmm. or a partner, mm-hmm. it's it's people are happy about this role.
0: Wow, that's, that's, that's quite uh, interesting. And, for, and one yeah. very,
2: very interesting thing to add, Mm -hmm. Even if you are paying those profits to Mm -hmm. a non-resident, if you Mm -hmm. are remitting the money abroad, Mm -hmm. you don't have to tax. And even Mm -hmm. if this uh, non-resident lives in a tax haven.
0: Yeah, still no tax. uh, So there's no withholding tax on the way out of Brazil.
2: If if you are paying... if you're paying profits, if you are distributing profits, let's say this way, you don't have the, the, the taxation in, uh, in to, to no different type of uh, partner. If, if it's an individual, if it is uh, uh, an entity, uh, you don't have, because yeah. the concept is the the, the the company or the partnership already paid all those taxes yeah that's the concept i'm not i'm I'm not getting into if it's fair or not fair but the concept is yeah Yeah. uh, the concept is the company paid Mm -hmm. those taxes over this revenue Mm -hmm. so when distribute distribute uh, free of any tax
1: the company has to be or the partnership has to be Mm -hmm. taxable in brazil if it's a company uh, partnership outside brazil this rule doesn't apply
0: yeah. Hmm. All right. So it's therefore it can be quite attractive to that high net worth uh, Brazilian to reside outside of Brazil in a, a lower tax jurisdiction and enjoy the fruits of their business uh, that operate in, in Brazil. I, I see that working. Yeah. Okay. And thank you very much for your time and sharing your, your deep insights. And I think everyone has a, an appreciation for for you know of how things work in Brazil from, from a tax perspective. If somebody wanted to reach out and, and you know perhaps talk to you guys and engage your services, what's the best way to reach you, Pilar? What's the best way to contact you? Uh,
1: by mail or by LinkedIn? If it's okay. really professional, mm-hmm. I prefer mail. It's Pilar. Um, forgot how to say in English. Aroba
0: Dot.
1: Dot. Pilar yeah. dot HHP. Yeah. no, it's not dot. <laughs>
0: Ampersad, the at? is just at. At, yeah.
1: At, yes. Pilar at HHP uh, dot law or Hello. Pilar okay. continue okay. in LinkedIn, yes.
0: Okay, fantastic. And you, Rodrigo? For me, is um, a little bit more
2: complicated because it's in <laughs> Portuguese. So it's Rodrigo yeah. uh, dot Jacobina. Uh, my name with the dot at motafernandes.com.br but I, I think it's easier to find me through LinkedIn.
0: LinkedIn it is.
2: Yes, it's more Thank, easy.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. So if you're a six, seven or eight figure investor, entrepreneur or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals,